guys, welcome back to According To. My name is Megan, and we're back with another solo episode today. I think this is only my second, but I know that that one episode I recorded, I had to record twice, so this honestly feels like my third solo episode. Um, I don't know what I'm titling this, um, but maybe based on the title you know. Sierra has gotten COVID, so today I'm coming to you by myself because she has a sore throat and didn't really feel like talking to you guys. So today's episode is going to honestly be kind of a hodgepodge of information. Um, I had actually posted earlier this week asking you guys what you wanted both of us to talk about and we're going to pick an episode from that and then within posting that and then a couple days later she um, basically what happened was she felt a sore throat um, yesterday when she was at work and where she's at, they all wear masks and stuff, and then she came home and tested, and it was positive. I had not seen her at all that day, just because it was an early day for me, so I was up super early, and I didn't, like, communicate with her, because she said, like, I'm coming home and testing, so I just stayed in my room, and, um, I've been feeling okay. I'm probably laughing now. I hope that I do not succumb to getting COVID, because it certainly doesn't seem like it's been a super fun time. She's also kind of, like, today she had a little bit more of like a stuffy nose and body aches a little bit. Um, So hopefully it'll be short-lived and the worst of it will get over quickly. But yeah, it kind of makes for both of us not having a very fun next couple of days. As of right now, I'm still allowed to go to my clinical. I've just been wearing a mask and unless I have like symptoms or anything. I did test yesterday afterwards um, when Sierra tested positive just to figure out if I had it or not, and so until further notice, I guess I just kind of continue life as normal, but um, I'll be a little bit more cautious. I'm really not going to see anyone, um, and I'm going to keep a mask on at my clinical, and that's just, I guess, where we're at now, so. Um, Like I said, the episode today is going to be a hodgepodge of ideas that you guys had given me for what to talk about this week, and I kind of found the ones that I liked, and I'm just going to combine them all in this episode, and we'll see what happens. Um, might not be the longest episode ever. It might be more of like a mini episode. It really just depends on how long I can talk for. So um, I will start up with doing a little bit of a catch-up with you guys and doing my weekly spotlight. So my weekly spotlight, this is kind of a cop-out because it hasn't happened yet, but tomorrow my CI has an appointment and so they're not making me stay the second half of the day. Technically it's my early day tomorrow, so I would have been done at 3 anyways, and I still have to stay to do one patient after lunch, but that means I'm done at 1.40, which is pretty good. It's an hour and 20 minutes early. I'm definitely, like, I'll take it, um, because I haven't really had, um, a situation where I have gotten to leave early because... Um, my first clinical, my CI did a ride share, so, like, even if patients didn't show up, like, he never left early, and so he never really said, like, hey, you can leave early, so this time, and I haven't had a patient yet cancel where it's been our last time slot, um, sometimes when Sierra, with, when that happened at her last clinical, if they had a patient cancel early, then, you know, you get to leave, but that has not happened to me yet either, so, um, early dates for me tomorrow, and then I think maybe next week, possibly, um, my CI has the day off, and he did mention maybe that I could just take the day off too, which would be a four-day weekend for Labor Day weekend, 
So I am manifesting that. If he asks me, instead of being like the goody two-shoes of like, oh, whatever works for you, because he also did briefly mention like, unless you wanted to like work with the other PT here, I'm just going to be like, I'm not going to turn down a day off. So I will happily take a day off. Um, otherwise, this past weekend, um, I'm actually kind of thinking of how I want to organize this all. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to catch you up with, or otherwise, a lot of the catch-up, honestly, is just going to be things that I've already kind of outlined for this episode, so I think we'll get into it. So here's the different things that I figured I would talk about today. So, Um, I wanted to give you guys some house updates, um, just because we do have a couple fun, exciting things going on there, and, um, that was one of the requested topics, and then a small little recent favorites category, it's not anything too crazy, but, um, and then I also, this really had no, I don't know why I put this in there, but I'm gonna share my upcoming TBR list, just because I made a more intentional one a couple days ago that had, like, a potential order of, like, the next 10 books that I was gonna try and read, rather than just how on Goodreads I have, like, all of my TBR. Um, and then I wanted to give just, like, a brief update on board studying and how I've been kind of working into that a little bit. Um, we don't take our licensure exam until January, but still... And then some people were just asking about clinical updates or even talking a little bit more about settings that we've um, done clinicals in or been in and what we thought of them, where, I guess I can only speak for myself, so where I plan on seeing myself ending up at and anything and everything in between that. So let's go ahead and jump into the house updates. So first and foremost, A podcast room is coming, you guys. I promise we have not forgotten about it. It's just been more of a daunting project to get started. And then we finally, like within the past week, we were just like, okay, let's do it. So if you have not already, we have an empty house tour that we uploaded um, beginning of June. And the front office area, I mean, I don't know how much we even have updated. Maybe like we've shown paint in another vlog. The room's painted how we want it, but then after that, we had, like, an idea for design, but then never really got around to ordering furniture and really finishing, like, the quote-unquote set design for the podcast area, Um, because we actually had one idea, and then within, like, this last week when we got serious about it, we kind of changed things last minute. So that's, like, the front office area by our front door, and we're kind of DIYing our desk situation in that room. So we have like this white cabinet that we had, like the previous owners had left it in the storage room here, Um, but it's a little bit taller than a desk. So this past weekend, our dad was nice and came over and like cut the base of it off so that hopefully it's like two inches shorter now. So it's like 32 inches, which is still a little bit taller than a standard desk height, but I think it'll work just fine. And then we ordered a butcher block counter that's going to go on top of it so the cabinet's going to be in the middle of the wall and then butcher block over top and then there's going to be like two different spots like one for me and one for Sierra and so finally ordered that um countertop because I kept looking around I didn't know if we wanted to do like a custom size one but that is significantly more expensive versus I found one that was like 10 feet by 25 inches by one and a half inches deep from like Lowe's and 
it was much more affordable than like a custom one so got that ordered it's supposed to be here this next weekend and then we just need to like cut a little bit off to hopefully make it fit and I mean I wanted to finish the desk this weekend but given Sierra's sick I don't really know if that's going to be happening because I don't really feel like you know inviting family over to help with that if Sierra is still technically sick so we'll see maybe I say hey dad cut it in the garage and then I'll bring it inside but like I don't know really how to attach it to a wall so um and then we had previously thought um our set was going to be just like all with the blue walls the background and then having like a single couch but then the more I thought about it and the more I kind of looked at a few other podcast setups it was like I feel like most of the time people tried to record in like corners where they could make backgrounds a little bit more interesting and a little bit less two-dimensional so then I kind of started second guessing the whole recording directly in front of a wall because I feel like it didn't give us a whole lot of opportunity to have like good set design so then I kind of started thinking about putting us in the corner and so we kind of reconfigured a design and so we have furniture that has been ordered that should be here within the next week or two um and then we have a fun rug that's coming which I don't even know if that's going to be in like the actual video because it'll be on the floor but um decor we also kind of have figured out a little bit and we also think maybe we're going to add a little bit of paint to the white wall um we were going to do this wallpaper that we found and then we put in the dimensions for the wall and that was going to be like six hundred dollars so we were like let's see if we can DIY a little paint pattern um but I'm very excited I think that um our goal is to kind of make it so that it emulates the podcast cover that we just did our whole rebrand for earlier this year um so it's going to be a lot of the same colors hopefully a little bit of like that retro feel and I you know we put like a bunch of stuff on PicMucky as like a mood board and it seemed like it came together well. I just hope that it translates well. And then the next project is going to be trying to figure out how to record and if we're going to do like one take or multiple or maybe we'll start off simple with just doing like one take. Um, by one take, I guess I mean one angle. And then from there, it'll probably be like, okay, now we'll do two angles with close-ups and whatnot. But I think we'll just focus on one thing at a time at first. So, um... I don't know if we'll make a separate like YouTube video documenting that process and setting up. I think that'd be fun. Um, but documenting stuff on YouTube has been a little bit harder than I was expecting to um, with having clinical full time. And so that's been slightly challenging. I will say, however, that speaking of like making videos showing different house progress, I do have one on the way this weekend on our channel. I am posting a room makeover. So um, it's not like a giant makeover, but I think that I pretty significantly changed um, how my room was set up initially. So, like, I got a different bed, I got new nightstands, and the layout's a little bit different, um, and I got some different art. So, I like how it turned out. I honestly still have to finish hanging stuff up and finish recording and editing it. Um, as I'm talking, like, that's going to go up this weekend, and I'm probably going to finish it on, like, Friday or Saturday. But, um... I think in theory or in the future I will do a little bit more to my room but there's been a lot of spending going on just with 
the podcast room and the house always has stuff that we're like buying stuff for and you know trying to complete different spaces to make it feel like it's ours and um I just had to pay tuition again and I was just like oh my goodness this is too much so that kind of made me want to like not necessarily get my room exactly perfect right now but some pretty good changes have been made um and then this past weekend also Sierra and I did something very necessary with the help of our dad and we did some yard work and you know since moving in like Sierra and I have been in charge of our yard work and we've only had to mow a couple times because it's been so dry this summer that the grass was like dead for the longest time and it's just now starting to grow back a little bit but um, we also had quite a few weeds in our yard that we weren't really handling the best. Um, and so finally this weekend, we were like, okay, it's time to be actual adults and figure this out. And so part of it too that like was annoying was we had this garden that was in our yard that Sierra and I had no interest in using or repurposing. And so um, we wanted to get that taken out, and then we also had a playset from the previous owners that we had no interest in keeping, and it was honestly just making, it was just an obstacle for us to mow around, so we sold that finally. It had been listed on Facebook Marketplace for, like, over a month, and, but I stuck with my price, and we sold it for, um, what I had it listed for, and they, you know, took it apart and moved it, and so it ended up working out great. I'm glad I just kept it on there, and then, that same weekend we took the garden out and that was housing a bunch of weeds so that's all gone and taken care of and then around our house we have like just like a bunch of rock landscaping with some different plants and there's a lot of weeds growing in that as well so we did a lot of um picking out weeds of the rocks and then um once we did that we sprayed so that all like the small stuff growing in there would hopefully not come back and then we also um, cause you don't realize, like, just, you have to buy so much stuff, like, yard stuff didn't have it, so we weren't, do we weren't doing yard stuff, and then, you know, we finally bought some clippers, we bought, um, like, Roundup and stuff, so just, like, things like that, um, and then our yard had some weeds and stuff, and thistles, unfortunately, that we had to, like, go and take care of, but it was, it's chore, and I realized I don't even mind doing this stuff, like the yard work. I really don't mind doing it. I don't mind the mowing. I honestly just put a podcast on, and like, it's not a bad time, but it's just more so all of like the weeds was the big thing that we finally got tackled this weekend. So that hopefully, um, now that that's managed, we just need to keep things under control. The only other big things in terms of house updates would be like our guest bedroom and our basement guest bedroom is eventually something that we'll probably tackle before we do the basement because in theory we kind of want that to be like quote unquote another set that we have as like a video backdrop um because right now we do um we've been doing sit down videos usually um in our living room which we both really like but it's just good to have some different options um I just really don't know when that's going to be a priority I guess the other thing too is like that hallway that goes up our stairs we want to paint that white which I don't know I really don't think it would take that long um like it could be something we do this weekend or probably not next weekend but what's gonna be hard too is like with football coming up um when there's home games that's going to be like 
if we're going to the football game that weekend, that's going to be like our weekend plans. So it could be something that easily gets pushed back for a bit. I don't know. Um, I think that at the latest, we have our next break between clinicals in early October, which, ooh, also fun, exciting news. Um, We are going to go visit Maggie in Cincinnati in early October. She's actually coming back for Labor Day, so we'll see her before then. Um, But I'm excited because it'll just be nice to have, like, a break between our second and our last clinical and then going and seeing her. And we're not going to go to a football game, unfortunately, just because they – Um, the schedule that they had didn't really work out, and unfortunately, we have really, like, no flexibility with our, like, week off, and so I think they had, um, like, one game, um, on, I don't know if they had, I think the only option was, like, that Sunday, the very last Sunday of our week off, there was a game, but it's, like, that's the, we need to, Sierra needs to move to the different place she's living, and yeah, so I want to go to a Cincinnati game, but I just don't know if that's in the cards this year, given that I have no PTO that I can use, so we'll see um, how far they get, I mean, I'm probably not going to play for like a playoff ticket or like later in the season, because I was going to say, we'll see how far they get postseason, because I graduate in December, um, I guess never say never, but I probably would not care to pay whatever those tickets would cost. Um, so that's another fun, exciting update. And then, um, yeah, I think that concludes house stuff. Basement is going to be a problem for, I don't even know when, you guys. Like, it is not my problem right now. We don't do anything in the basement at this point in time. Um, okay. Next thing, let's talk about a couple of recent favorites. Um, this is probably almost, like, a ridiculous segment because I was able to come up with so few off the top of my head, but here they are anyways. Um, one of my recent favorites because I once again got it this week after not having it for a while, but the Nerds Gummy Clusters are so good. It's actually insane. Like, I should definitely start saying they're my new favorite candy because they are that good. And what's crazy to me, maybe not crazy, But, like, I remember for the longest time, um, like, um, in my childhood, when I was, like, eight, I had had a nerd's rope, which is essentially what the gummy clusters are, but in snack form, and I remember thinking, like, that that was the best snack that I'd ever had, and so I was always just like, where are these nerd's ropes at? I need more of them, and so it really just kind of confirms to me that I was right when I was younger, and how good those nerd's ropes were, and like, I don't know, I'm just, like, not usually the kind of person where it's, like, I finished eating a couple bites of those things, and I'm just, like, dang, this is so good. Um, next favorite. (laughs) I forgot I wrote this down because I made this yesterday. Next favorite. Sierra and I have a rabbit that likes to live outside of our house. Um, we don't see it every day, but we usually see it a couple times a week, and it is consistently in the same spot in our yard when we do see it, and it honestly kind of feels like a pet, which is good because Sierra and I have not made the commitment to get an actual pet yet, and Sierra decided to name it Elvis because it was shortly after we saw the movie, and now it really just seems like it fits him, so we have a pet rabbit pet rabbit named Elvis, and I actually don't think I saw him today, but I think I saw him in another neighbor's yard yesterday, which I was kind of like, Elvis, what are you doing? That's not your yard. Um... 
Okay, next thing. Um, Target beach chair. Sierra and I got beach chairs um, like a month ago at this point, a little more than a month ago. And I mean, I'm sure you could get beach chairs in a variety of places, but I really didn't know what I was missing by not having a beach chair. Like if you just have a towel, you're missing out. And I was missing out for the longest time. I really didn't think it was necessary to have a chair of some sort. And honestly, like you could have like the folding, not folding chairs, but like tailgating chairs or whatever you want to call those chairs, I feel like aren't quite the same as like a low to the ground beach chair, which is what we got from Target. I'm not trying to sell you guys on this chair. You don't need it. But it's just been absolutely perfect and nice for making my beach days a little bit better. And then a cooler too. Those things are nice. I never, like why did Sierra and I never get these things? I don't know. It used to just be like, okay, here's my little tote bag and I'll put my snacks and my drinks in here and then they get super hot. Like, no, get a cooler it's just, it elevates, so, next thing, um, popcorners chips, if you have not had them, you should try them, um, I was a little, I don't like their packaging that much, so I was a little, like, not really interested in trying them, um, I've only tried their sea salt flavor, I think, um, but it's good, I think it honestly tastes similar to popcorn, which, I actually haven't looked at the nutrition facts comparing either of them, but I'm assuming that Popcorners is healthier than Puffcorn, which means that instead of buying Puffcorn and feeling super guilty about it, you can buy Popcorners and only feel a little guilty about it. Um, It's just a nice salty snack, and I like the texture of it, so I'd recommend trying it if you have not already. The next thing that's really like my last favorite, I guess, is um, the Elvis soundtrack not surprising I'm not going to go into depth about Elvis I actually have not actually have I I was gonna say I haven't watched it again since we last spoke but I'm actually not 100% sure um but specifically I mean I like a lot of the songs on there especially if they have like a performance in the actual movie but I mostly have been listening to the um Vegas rehearsal one and then Trouble is a good one. That's the one that Austin Butler does. He does a couple of them. And then um, I Have a Dream, I think is what the other one's called, but I am going to double check that because I'm not positive. I just am like, the soundtrack really, oh, Suspicious Minds is also good, If I Can Dream. I was like that, I thought If I Have a Dream sounded a little too much like Martin Luther King Jr. So um, those are my favorites. Next We'll see how this goes because I'm not great at describing or remembering book summaries, but I wanted to talk about my TBR that I made on um, Monday because I finally finished my book that I'd been taking a little bit longer to read um, just because I like felt like I didn't have time to read, but then I was inspired to kind of figure out I have a lot of books like physical and on my iPad that I could read um so let me like actually kind of make an intentional order so that I'm like inspired to pick up another book after I finished reading the one I just read so I just finished reading Hidden Pictures um and I rated it four out of five stars I thought it was pretty good um I I mean I wasn't like mind blown by it or anything I didn't see the twist coming but I also kind of like 
didn't really know if it fully fit what I was expecting. So I wasn't really let down, but I wasn't shocked. I was just kind of like, okay, this is like a good and fine plot. I was maybe expecting a little bit more um, for like the twist, but it was still good overall. The next book that I am planning on reading is one that I have on my iPad through Kindle Unlimited, and it's A Thousand Boy Kisses. It has been on my TBR for such a long time that I really just am like, I need to read the book so that I can finally take it off of my TBR. I honestly don't remember what it's about, but it is like 200 something pages, so it's pretty short, which after reading, um, like it's been a little bit since I read a romance, I want to say. That could be a lie. I am going to look at my Goodreads because I may have just read a romance before Hidden Pictures. Um, yeah, I did. So, but it wasn't a good romance. It was not a great romance. So, um, A Thousand Boy Kisses has pretty decent reviews and it's quick. So that's kind of what I want to use as like my little reset before I jump into another non-romance book. And then the one that I want to read after that is Breathless Sierra... Sierra read this already, and she rated it five stars, so it seems like an intriguing enough book. We got it for our book of the month um, books a little while ago, and I just am like, I need to jump into the books that we already have, so I decided to do that one next, and then after that, I wanted to jump back to another romance just because that's how I work, Um, and I have had Hopeless on my Kindle Unlimited for a while now. I hate the cover of that book so much that it's, like, never made me want to, like, I have never wanted to buy a physical TBR, and I don't even fully remember what the plot is specifically, but it has good ratings on Goodreads, so I was kind of like, okay, I cannot let the cover stand in my way. It's not even a physical book that I'm reading, so I just need to turn the page past the cover, and I always like Colleen Hoover's books, so I am just going to get that one done, and hopefully enjoy it. And then I am actually really excited about this one, but I pushed it down a little bit so I could hopefully encourage myself to read books that I already have, but um, there's a book called Death Matter, um, and I've been, I found it when I was trying to figure out books similar to um, Project Hail Mary, which is like a hard book to replicate, but this one came up as a suggestion. Um, it's called Dark Matter. It's by Blake Crouch. Um, it has over 300,000 ratings on Goodreads, and it's at a 4.12 with um, most being four and five stars. And so the plot sounded intriguing to me, um, which I'm not going to describe now, I guess, because, I mean, I'm trying to look at my Goodreads thing, and I just cannot read a summary quickly enough to tell you what it's about but I read it and it sounded good so um and then I have a book on my kindle again called the temporary roomie and that's gonna be another like quick get another book read it's a romance and um it's a second part it's the second part to um a book that I already read and enjoyed enough I'll go look at what the first one I read was because I will remember it if I see the cover. But both of them were on Kindle Unlimited and okay the first one was called The Off-Limits Rule and I enjoyed that one. Okay it's funny because like my four stars for my romance books they vary widely in terms of like 
I will rate a book that isn't, like, I know it's not a literary masterpiece, but if I enjoyed it just fine, then, like, I will give it four stars. And then there's books that are probably a little bit more, like, of a piece of art. I don't even know if, like, I don't know if I'd say that, but, like, they are a little bit more serious of a book, but if I still find, like, characters annoying, then... I'll probably still rate it four stars versus if I have these other books that aren't as um, complex but the characters aren't as, as annoying. I feel like that kind of evens out in my mind because um, I've realized that I think I only really rate books five stars if I don't find the characters annoying, but usually in romance books, there's always something annoying about some of the characters, so then like it always bumps it down a little bit for me. Um, okay. Then, this is going to be, this is where my TBR list is going to be, like, if it falls down or breaks apart at any point, it's going to be this spot right here. I have, but if I loved, um, or what, I don't know what I'm saying. I have at this point that I will try going back to The Moon is a Harsh Mistress, which is a science fiction book that I bought a while ago, and I got a few pages into it, and I just was, like, not interested at all. I didn't really... It was, like, a hard book to read, um, but I want to finish the book. I really do. I just need more time um, between when I first read it and the second time. So that's where I put it in just to kind of say, like, okay, be intentional and go back and finish it. Then I have um, another new book that I'd actually have to go and buy, but it's called Thank You for Listening. Um, and this was, like... I know a podcast is involved in the book, but I don't remember much else. I think it's a romance, um, and I think it is a romance because Sierra was sending me something that showed that it was, like, pretty similar to a lot of Emily Henry books, which we both really like her, and it has a 4.25 on Goodreads, so, I mean, I'm pretty intrigued with that. It doesn't take much. And then... I've got two more, but one is just, the next one I have is I want to read another book of the month book. Um, I technically am like 10 pages into Yerba Buena, which was one of the books, and I'm pretty sure that one has good reviews on Goodreads. I just haven't like continued it because I picked up another book. So, you know, any of them would be, uh, it'd be a good time to go back to one of those books just to actually like work my way through them. And then the last one that I had written down was that I wanted to read The Younger Wife, which is a book that Sierra already read. I gifted that to her for our um, Target swap challenge, and she enjoyed it. She, I just am like, okay, I will go back and read it. So I honestly am realizing how hard it is to talk with one person because my throat is getting dry. So I am going to see if I had anything else planned for this episode. Ugh, I was going to talk about clinical stuff. Okay, I will suffer through talking about clinical stuff. I just don't know how long it'll be. So, um, I have only been, <clears throat> like, between my six weeks last summer, and then we had a two-week one in January this year, and then my first and second clinical, like, at the end here, it has really all been outpatient orthopedic, um, which is good because that's the biggest sector in physical therapy, and I feel like it can be applied like, that kind of is, like, the basis for physical therapy, so I feel like it's always a good starting point, but it's mean I've seen a lot of, like, the same things, and I haven't really gotten a whole lot of hands-on experience other than, like, random 
like days here and there that like I'm in a different spot. But um, I have found that I like before PT school, I would have been like, I'm really not that interested in outpatient ortho. And then at this point, I would say that I would do just fine in outpatient ortho. Um, and I think that I could enjoy it and I'd be comfortable in it. And it's definitely like a safe spot to be in after graduation. So I'm not completely opposed to it, but it still isn't ever really what I've seen as being like my spot or like my niche or where I have like the most interest. Um, In some ways, I've grown more interested in the idea of being in like an outpatient orthopedic setting, but with growing like a neuro interest. And so seeing people that have like balance issues or even like general deconditioning for older adults, I find that interesting. Um, Parkinson's patients. Um, So those are all people like you could see outpatient and like I would just have to speak up for myself and say like, hey, if these patients come in, I'd like to see them. And then obviously like growing my skill set to work with them and like have them do well um, would be my goals. So I could see myself doing stuff like that. Um, In some ways, I could also see myself wanting to do more of like a specialized clinic that is maybe still outpatient or maybe they have a mix of inpatient or outpatient um and neurofocus would still probably be my preference um so that's another possibility and then acute care is starting to I never thought I'd say this but acute care is what I have next and that is replacing what was going to be my inpatient rehab facility thing just due to like staffing and whatnot um and originally I'd been saying that I was interested in maybe doing inpatient rehab. Um, Given that I'm not going to have a whole lot of experience in that, I don't know if I'd be comfortable going into that right after graduation anyways. Um, So that's kind of like leaving my mind a little bit. But I'm also recognizing a little bit more of like inpatient rehab is usually an area of physical therapy where it's going to be a little bit more intense on your body just because physically you usually have to like do more to help the patients out. Um, so that's also been something that I've been considering that maybe wouldn't be the best thing, at least immediately upon graduation. Um, and acute care wise, cause I've had like mostly before PT school, I did like a brief amount of shadowing with acute care. Um, and I will say it's, it's definitely a different kind of PT because you're being seen or you're giving PT for the most part, just to like get them out of the hospital. And so it's not, like, the most exciting stuff, um, but it is necessary. And what I think is intriguing about it is from what I can tell, um, like, you have X number of patients that you're supposed to see, and you kind of just, like, make it fit within your schedule. And in that sense, I think that the flexibility sounds intriguing. And I also think that being kind of, like, by yourself when you're not with patients and just like, I don't know, that intrigues me a little bit just because, um, with clinicals, like you're around people and your CI and all like the other therapists, like all day, every day. And I feel like you never get like a moment to just like be by yourself. And sometimes I'm kind of realizing that I would maybe like that a little bit here and there. Um, so, and maybe that also just like depends on like where you're at and like who your coworkers are and whatnot. Um, But, yeah, so in that sense, I feel like acute care, you could get a little bit more of that. Um, 
or like you know stopping at a separate spot to like work on documentation just like having a moment to be by yourself and then like productivity also isn't like um as big of a standard in acute care whereas like in outpatient ortho clinics it's like you have schedules like you have 40 minutes every single patient and then like there's no break between like the next 40 minutes until you get like your hour lunch unless you have like a canceled patient or anything um then you like really don't get a whole lot of a break um and I know that's just like how it is and like that's how you make money but from like a burnout standpoint or just like normal people get breaks in their jobs so like a break would be nice but yeah I also feel like it's just because I haven't built up like my stamina to be around people all day every day so maybe that'll get better um last thing is kind of like immediately upon graduation I touched on this a little bit in the last episode but I can maybe see if I explain it a little bit better here after graduating in December we have like a month to study for boards and then I guess I also said I was going to talk about studying for boards I've studied a little bit here and there. I'm basically through, like, I've gone through the whole musculoskeletal chapter in our score, build, score builders textbook, which is what we're using to study. Um, and I've been, like, sticky noting different things that I think I need to go through and, like, add into a Quizlet to, like, actually memorize again. Um, but it hasn't been too bad. I thought it went okay. And um, I don't have, like, a set strict schedule that I'm following at this point, but we did take, like, a practice exam already before even, like, we started studying just to see, like, where we were at and hoping to just keep improving that. Um, so then we take the licensure exam in August, and then after that, I honestly, I've got, like, three options, okay? Option one is working PRN fairly quickly after, um, graduating and the reason for that is because I would have obviously like a lot of flexibility in my schedule if I did that um and that sounds intriguing to me um because one of the things I've realized with um working full-time and like just having clinicals all day every day is I'm learning a lot but I really don't have time to like we have time to do the creative stuff like youtube and podcast because obviously like we get it done but i don't have time to like put a little bit more effort into it where i feel like it would actually i'd be more proud of it and whatnot or we could do things a little bit more creatively or spend a little bit more time on things and so in that sense it's kind of like something would have to give time wise so that's what's like leading me to not necessarily want to jump straight into like a full-time position um, the other thing is just, like, when you start a full-time job, you're not going to have probably as good of PTO if you don't have, like, the experience, and I'm in a stage of my life and things are just, like, going on where I feel like flexibility is going to be a big thing for me, um, and just, like, being available for different things, so that's, like, another reason that I am not necessarily, like, jumping to get at least a that's what I think right now. I'm not, like, jumping to get a full-time job immediately after graduating. Um, the other option that I've thought of, which is kind of, like, a happy medium, would be doing, like, an 80% schedule where I'm working eight-hour days, four days a week, and then having, like, Friday off just because... And I know that four tens is an option, but, like, I don't think that I could do um, 11-hour days. So I would be fine with an 80% schedule. 
Okay, I feel like my throat is struggling, so, and that's everything I had to talk about, so, 40-minute episode, better than I thought I was gonna do, um, if I sound like I'm struggling, I am a little bit, um, hopefully you guys enjoyed nonetheless, and send Sierra some well wishes, um, send me some well wishes, and hopefully that I, hopefully I don't get sick, um, otherwise, I, or we, hopefully, We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.